This episode has some language that is probably not safe to play around your children unless you want to teach your children curse words, in which case take them, sit them in front of the speakers and crank it up to 11. Hey, I'm Dustin. And I'm Steve. Welcome back, listeners, to the finest phototainment in the world. That's right. You're listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast, an irreverent look at wedding photography. This podcast, like aspirin, will help you recover from your wedding hangover. Dustin, today we have some special guests on the episode. The specialist, Stephen. Yes. So for all of you squeams out there, you probably already know who they are, but... We're going to jump straight into our interview with Lisa Mark and Rebecca Lozer of the Secret Life of Weddings podcast. We're so excited to share this with you guys. Dustin and I are super excited today. We are joined by two of my favorite podcasters. They're both photographers. It is Lisa Mark and Rebecca Lozer. Most of our listeners already know who they are because if I look at our group on Facebook, I think it's something like 75% of the people in our group are also in the Secret Life of Weddings group, which is their podcast. So I almost feel like they don't need an introduction, but they are two amazing photographers from Canada, and we are incredibly excited to have them on the show today. Thank you. We're not at that level. Wow. Like, I love that. We need all the introductions we can get. Yeah, really. In life. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. We, ju- we just built the mountain for you guys. We need you to stay there. <laughs> okay, deal. deal. Sliding Thank out. you for having us. Thank you for being here. I am so excited to have you guys on. Uh, as I told you right before we started recording, I've been listening to your podcast since it's like episode nine or something when I first found it and I was like, oh, there's another like comedy wedding podcast out there that just started up. And then I listened to it and I got super jealous because... It was so much better than our podcast. And you guys <laughs> were so much funnier and so much more likable and your branding was so good. And then I had to take Aww. like a few weeks off and then I binge and caught up <laughs> to get over my jealousy. And ever since then, it's like, as soon as an episode comes out, I listen to it right away. It's Aww. one of my favorite things every week. For a while, my wife and I were listening to episodes when we were driving to shoot weddings. And then we had to stop that because then we were looking for terrible things at the wedding the whole time. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Lisa and Rebecca do a podcast called The Secret Life of Weddings, where they talk about shit stories from weddings. And they share other people's stories, uh, people who write in, stuff they find on Reddit, every once in a while something they find in a Facebook group and they vet out. And it's some of the wildest, most crazy stories that you've ever heard in your life. and. It is one of the funniest things if you're a wedding photographer, just to listen to it and to hear all the crazy stories that people have. People are messed up. We've discovered this. People. Yes. <laughs> and all the crazy um, comes out at weddings. It's amazing. It's like just a giant squeeze and just all the crazy people start to float out. Yeah. We just basically get a giant butterfly net and go around and catch <laughs> them all and then try to profit off of that. <laughs> and you know what? It's going really well. I yeah. highly recommend it. You could do it with any genre, really. Just look for the look for the insanity. Yeah, and, you know, and get I, the butterfly net. Get the butterfly net. Go. Squeeze it like orange juice into a podcast form. <laughs> get a good Patreon Loosely. going. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's working. Yeah, we enjoy making cool. fun of uh, things. Is that 
is that what you call the editing of the podcast? It's just squeezing it like an orange. And <laughs> no, that's what I did to Rebecca when we first started recording because she's a massive introvert. I had I to am. legit like be like talk. Yes, you know. Yeah, <laughs> she was so quiet. The first uh, the first episode, we have a historic photo. I don't know if you ever saw it, Stephen, but it's legit her with her head in her shirt hiding. Yes, I've seen that. By the fact that no one could see me, she, except for you. <laughs> it was adorable. But she's come so far. It's been over a year we've been doing the podcast and people have come out of the woodwork. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. That photo of Rebecca cracks me up because I have a friend who's like a crazy introvert. And he used to live with a married couple and the married couple started fighting in front of him one time and he didn't know what to do because he couldn't <laughs> leave the house because he lived there. So he just picked a <laughs> pillow up and he put the pillow in front of his face while they were fighting. <laughs> and that's that's his, amazing. That's his coping mechanism. I love that. Oh, I'm going to have to remember that next time my wife yells at me, I'm just going to pick up a pillow. <laughs> Does it work work like that too, Steve? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I, I'm a little worried though because Rebecca's been stressed lately, so I'm afraid she's going to be taking that long drive home just one, two times. Many just take a pillow during the drive and just <laughs> yeah. right up in front. Oh of my her face. god! I need you to get back here, okay? Yeah, is that fair? Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Is it uh, snow covered where you guys are? No, not right. We now. have no snow. It's crazy. There's no snow. And no, we don't live in igloos. <laughs> can we just do this I now? I had to put that out there because you can know we... how many times people say that to me when I go to the U.S.? I know. Listen, It's so funny. Let's just do this now. Okay. Okay. We, don't, we don't say sorry. Yes, we say sorry a lot, but we don't say sorry. We don't <laughs> add A to the end of every sentence. No. You have to use it in a certain way. It's like, I don't know. Um, I was really mad. A, that's not how we do it. We go... Oh, fuck, that pizza was really good, eh? Oh, see, I just dropped an F-bomb and you have to edit it out now. Sorry. No, that's fine. Don't worry about it. I could just mark this one as explicit if I really want to. <laughs> yeah. You may as well get people prepared for our show. Uh, we don't say a boot. We say about. Uh, is there anything yeah. else? We have Tim Hortons. We like it. it. It was ours first. I know it's in the U.S., but... It was ours first. It's ours first. It, it's in a Canadian uh, hockey player. What else? We don't live in igloos. No. There is not snow here all the time. We you, have. You guys are from hot. Canada? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, we have crazy hot summers, right? Yeah, I Be mean, beer is as big a deal up here as you think it is. Yes. Um, anything else? Oh, is that no. beer or bears? Beer, beer. <laughs> Both. Oh, and there's not moose walking around. <laughs> there, I've never seen a moose. So, no. and I'm 34 years old. I'm waiting. Yeah. Baited breath and no moose yeah. has walked by yet. Yeah. So I've seen a moose before in in the United States of America. Ah, cool. Oh, that one. That's why we have to build the wall to keep the moose in Canada. They're all coming over. They're illegal. Illegal moose. Wall. Illegal mooses. No, no. Illegal meese. Isn't that the... Meese. Isn't meese the plural of moose? <laughs> Multiple mooses or is equals that one mice? meese. Or is that mice? That might be the plural of mice. I think a baby meese is a mice. <laughs> I'm failing both, at your both podcast. Like cheese. Right yeah. Both like cheese. That's really what it comes down to. Moose? They now regret having us on. <laughs> yeah. Moose like cheese? Yeah. Okay. I did not know that. Okay. It's okay. It's All right. Take oh that nugget God. home. I believe it's mice who like, m mice who like cookies and meese. Moose, mooses, mooses who like muffins, I believe, canonically from the children's books. Canonically? So, yeah. So uh, we're photographers. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm glad you're here to take control of this podcast since Dustin and I won't. <laughs> oh, that's okay. You've listened to us. We can go off for 25 minutes and then oh, we get it. We're and bad. Then, and then we're we'll so get bad. an angry review saying they talked, they bantered. How dare they? Yeah. I mean, most of our reviews are great, but then you've got like, we very much have a love hate thing with our listeners. It's like, sure. And then I'm like, why are you listening long enough to leave me this angry review if you hate me so much? Speaking you know. of angry reviews and people taking pictures, what led you guys to get into photography? <laughs> I like that segue. Very <laughs> nice. good. Well done. Well done. Well, first of all, I'd like to preface this by saying, knock on wood, never had a bad review. Thank you very much. What got us into photography? I got into rock photography first, music photography, which I still do. But I remember specifically going to concerts with my mom as a kid and I went to see Brian Adams in particular mm -hmm. and I remember I was shooting on just a film camera and I took pictures and I remember the excitement just that sheer oh my god of, of bringing the film to the one hour photo we used to pay I used to be so excited I used to make my mom pay the exorbitant fee to get those photos in an hour probably shitty printing because you know <laughs> an hour uh i didn't care and i just remember opening the packet and looking at the photo and being like oh that's such a good photo of him and it was like this thrill of capturing that moment and then i realized very quickly i was into people photography i wasn't that kid who's like give me a macro lens and i'm gonna go take a picture of a bee on a pedal i didn't give a crap about any of that then you know i was just like how do i shoot rock stars basically and then since then i've done a lot of that i've shot slash mm -hmm. from guns and roses i had a private photo session with him i've done live shows of everybody from iggy pop to you know stones u2 all them and just even from the crowd and doing it kind of that way and sometimes i go the photo pass route and shoot for a magazine sometimes i do it guerrilla style but it's kind of my passion and then from there I kind of just naturally got into wedding photography. Like someone asked me, you know what I mean? I used to work in advertising mm -hmm. and someone, after I got out of school for photography, someone's like, can you shoot my wedding kind of thing? And I was so freaking terrified. I had my friend from college come with me <laughs> and uh, we did it together and they were aware of my skill level and we did it and it went really, really well. And then I just was like, okay, I can do this. And then slowly but surely did a little more, a little, a little more, a little more. And then I really grew to love it and realized there was this incredible art in photography and wedding photography that was so not known about. And it was Jerry Guiones in particular for me that gave me someone to look up to. And I fell in love with his style. And if you look at my work, especially early on, I was like, how do I learn off camera flash? How do I create that drama, that mm -hmm. editorial look, that really beautiful color and get those skies? I was obsessed with clouds for a good two years. I would drive down the road and my husband, <laughs> I'd just be looking at the sky going, oh, those clouds are so pretty. Why don't I have a model right now to shoot this sky like mm -hmm. with off camera flash? So that was sort of how I got into it. But the whole love of music photography has stayed with me and it's something that I kind of did in college, came out of just because I had a family, I built my business, we bought a house, I had two babies, the whole thing. And now I've gone back into it, which is really cool. And it's, I guess my point is you have to keep the passion stuff. So even if the wedding photography is your day job, I mean, there's not a ton of us that even if we love our job, we don't typically do wedding photography as a passion project right? Um, mm -hmm. You don't do it in your free time, so to speak, but you make like no money off music photography. So that's what I do as a passion project. So that's how I got into it. Nice. And you're avoiding saying that you recently quit wedding photography then too, right? I did. Well, I didn't think that would be good for your brand. <laughs> that's great for our brand. <laughs> I, I, I want the honest truth. I don't, okay. I don't want what's good for our brand. 
Well, I didn't want to shit on your brand. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I've done it for 11 years and I'm just done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just done. I've just had enough. My clients, let me preface this by saying my clients are amazing. They've always been amazing. I've been so lucky. It's not that. It's just you do something for so flippin' long that you can't do it anymore. I can shoot a wedding, not to sound cocky, I really don't mean to. I just, I feel like I could shoot a wedding with my eyes closed. I have, yeah. I have my kit, I have all my gear, I have my go-to poses. Bird box style. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Me either. Yes. No? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know what I mean? Like, I've, I've, got, I've got it down pat and I need a new challenge. And actually, I was saying to Rebecca... For a creative person like me who always needs a different project, 11 years is a heck of a long time for me to be a wedding photographer and actually oh, for mm-hmm. sure. do the same thing for so long. And I built it up and, you know, we built our house or, you know, no, we did not build our house, but I mean, we <laughs> bought our the house. Bricks. We, we bought, yeah, I bought bricks and mortar. <laughs> And I shot, I would shoot a wedding. I wouldn't put it past you. you I know. Everything. That's it's who so I am. Funny. I'm a multitasker. I'm crazy. She's learned this. I'll text her 40 <laughs> times at 3 a.m. But anyway, it's like, I'll shoot a wedding and then I'll come home and I'll buy a brick with the money from that wedding and I'll buy the mortar and then I'll put it on in the middle of the night and I'll build it. And I built my house up from, from the, the bottom. But no, seriously, um, we, you know, I employed my husband. Like he worked with me for like most of those 10 years mm-hmm. and we built our family business up in it and it practically killed him, I think, when I was like, I don't want to do this anymore because <laughs> it's just, I'm bored, man. And it's nothing to do with the client. It's nothing to do with anything else, but... So now is your husband shooting the weddings and you're pieced? No, he's not. He bought the business off you? (laughs) (laughs) Justin, I love him to death, but you know what's funny? He is my second shooter, but (laughs) he does it for the money. (laughs) He's always said it. No, but he's ironically very good at it. So you know how there's people who are creatives and they do it for the passion and they do it for the work and they get excited about the work and creative and... But they're not good? Is that what you're going to say next? No, there's those two. But no, I was the one of the better ones. Um, oh, you were talking about yourself now. I thought you were just comparing Justin. I was talking very earnestly about how talented I am. <laughs> so, no, there are some really crappy photographers out there, but there's some amazing ones too. But my point is, Justin was actually is a really good photographer. I taught him all the technical because he got bored. He was just carrying him around my reflectors and stuff and... I was like, and he's like, can I pick up this camera? I'm like, yeah, okay, make yourself useful. So he picked it up and he had an eye for it naturally, but he's not, he's never, he failed photography in high school, guys. Okay. So <laughs> that is something he ironically is very proud of saying because we've built this business. But my point is I trained him mm-hmm. on the technical side. He's been a great second shooter all these years, but he's always said like, yeah, but I do it for the money. I don't care. <laughs> like he cares about our clients, but he doesn't care about the art of it. So I just laugh thinking about you know, him taking over the business as a photographer. <laughs> He'll miss the money, <laughs> but that's about it. Sometimes <laughs> it's just not worth the money anymore, though. You have to know when you're going to start doing not crappy work, but when you're bored and when you get complacent and when you're just not inspired anymore. And I think you have to be self-aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you're getting to that point, too, aren't you, Rebecca? Yeah, I'm still shooting, though. She is still shooting. Yeah. But you yeah. are. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. I mean, well, I've been doing it for a while. So, yeah. yeah. I know. I know. It's, it's just when you do it for over 10 years, we actually tell him what you told me about the whole 10-year mark thing mm-hmm. with, other, with established photographers. You were saying, I love that you think I can remember this. Okay. <laughs> she, no, she was just saying like, 
you've noticed that in the industry, most photographers will hit 10 years. Yeah. They're either reevaluating what they're going to do, go in a new direction or flat out, just drop it. I feel like that 10 year mark is where you start to feel uninspired. Yeah. And I think it's more because people have stopped doing any passion projects and it's more about working because a lot of the times in that gap, you start to move towards getting a house and getting married and having kids and what have you. So all that kind of takes over and it becomes more of a job, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Oh, it's been a job for a lot longer than that for me. (laughs) Yeah, but you know what I mean? (laughs) You know what I mean? I do. I'm just kidding. Yeah. So Rebecca, what led you into doing photography? I used to, I actually had a hand injury. I used to paint and sketch. So mm-hmm. that was more my medium. But okay, um, how did I not know this about you after a year and a half? I don't really tell people. I don't know why. Oh, this is going to be fun. Okay, cool. I feel like I don't share a lot of myself. <laughs> <laughs> introvert, <laughs> introvert. But anyways, I had an injury to my hand and um, I couldn't, I have nerve damage. Mm. So I couldn't draw after that or paint. Oh no. Um, I know nothing about you. Yeah, so oh. I had to find... I, 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 it was a few years and I started having kids and, um, I started taking a lot of pictures of my kids and then I realized, oh, you know what, why don't I go take a course at the college and see if I like it? And I did that. And I went through night school with three little kids in tow and, um, did photography for a couple of years. That's insanity. And then, yeah, it kind of took off from there. Weddings. I had no intention of shooting weddings. (laughs) (laughs) She went, hell no. (laughs) I had no, because you know why? I'm an introvert. So I'm not good at approaching people. Mm -hmm. So uh, like all my friends that I have. I thought you were going to say. They have approached me in life. I don't. I'm not not good at people. I'm really not good at people. (laughs) So yeah, I had, and for weddings, I realized you have to be like on and you have to like rock it. And I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> but what happened was I had this other studio contact me and they really liked my family work and stuff. And they asked me if I would consider shooting weddings for them. So I thought, okay, well, that kind of maybe. So I started second shooting, which was really comfortable because I didn't have to be the one telling everybody what to do. So that was good. <laughs> I didn't have to talk to people too much. And then it kind of like, I just came out of my shell from there a little bit. And then I started doing my own because, well, I wanted to make more money. (laughs) So yeah. Pro tip, you make more money when you don't shoot for other studios. Yes, very much so. Yeah, you get paid jack from them. Sorry, I just shit on a lot of studios, but I don't care. It's true. But at the same time, I did put in, I put in my hours big time working under other photographers before I went out on my own. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is tip number two. Yes. Don't be a dick and go out and do it like no no experience whatsoever. No. I mean, it's a very stressful day. I actually had a client. I did his family pictures. Just a quick story. And he actually got, he went out and shot a wedding for the first time. And he did it as a favor for a friend. Mm -hmm. He emailed me that night at like midnight to let me know how hard it was. (laughs) And that he didn't realize it was so hard. And he's like so nervous, even though he shot it for free. It was for a friend, a favorite for a friend. And he was like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> he goes, you guys do not get enough credit. The pressure's real. Yeah. But I live off that. I don't know if you guys do. It's like, that's my adrenaline rush is a wedding. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, don't 
F it up. Don't F it oh, up. That was like, so cute. There was so much pressure. Oh, I don't want to drop the F bomb. I know. Him. I already did it to him once. Yeah. It was an accident. You, you can do it all you want. <laughs> I'm just going to mark it as explicit. <laughs> nice. Fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just catching up. That's my. Okay. Fun and boring tale. That's not boring. <laughs> you told me two or three Rebecca things I didn't know. Um, yeah, no, your story might be the most tragic story I've ever heard about why somebody got into <laughs> photography. It was beautiful. Everyone cry. And yeah. <laughs> she had the talent of a young Leonardo da Vinci. Right? Oh and then it God. went down the shitter and she became a photographer. There you go. Yeah. Oh. That's okay. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. I feel like it's a Lifetime movie that's in the in the making. It's like a total Hallmark moment for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, you are obsessed with those, so maybe this, she's just making all this up for your benefit. There you, you know go. what it is? She goes, I got Drama. it. I got it. I got a camera for Christmas and thought I'd start shooting weddings. That's yeah. That's the true story. That's the true behind oh the scenes. Oh my God, I hear kids. Who's kids? That is my daughter. Uh, she just got home from preschool and she ran oh, yeah. in here, but she's too short <laughs> to be seen on the camera. And then Aww. she was trying to tell me something and then she ran back out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so cute. I have those. Love it. <laughs> my kids are old. I don't have that. How, how old are your guys' kids? Or do you feel comfortable sharing that? You don't have to. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, you're going to know how old I am now, yeah. but whatever. Oh, is that why you're not comfortable sharing? Okay, yeah. Go ahead. I'm old as... You're so not. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. You had them young, girl. I mean, Lisa already said she was 34. Yeah. Which means she's the same age as me. And then yeah. Dustin's oh, the baby here. Are... He's like 28, <gasps> 30. You guys are babies. 19. Baby. 19. Yeah. Babies. Been doing this for 32 years. But. <laughs> Total babies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 18, almost 16, and 14. You're 18? No, my my kids. <laughs> kids. Okay. I, yes, look at me. I mean, really. <laughs> look at this. Love it. <laughs> yeah, look, look at this hanging neck. <laughs> I can't wait to share this video on our Patreon. <laughs> there is nary a turkey neck in Dig sight. Diggle, diggle. No. <laughs> She's got the teens and I've got the sassy little six and four year old. So yeah, almost seven and five. So yeah. we have an interesting dynamic because I get to, she gets to go, oh, I miss that days. And I'm like, you don't remember how crappy it was. And then she goes, it's hard now. And I'm going, you don't know how good you have it. And, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Right before we started this episode, I was cleaning poop off my floor and vomit out of my rug. From, Dog uh, or kid? Both children. Both okay. human. Okay. Aww. Yeah. It's grosser that way. I don't Are know they why. sick? Dustin, if you just left it, your dogs would have ate it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, we, we are oh, all sick. Ew. We are all sick over here, and Aww. they are uh, reacting to their antibiotics. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've had that one. That sucks. I hope you guys are all better soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You're, you guys are my medicine. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. smooth. <laughs> yeah. You married? I, I am. She's getting her hair done right now while I podcast with you while my children puke and poop downstairs. <laughs> Who is watching your children? So you'll be all set for a date when she gets home. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. My children are only not even one and not even three. So they oh completely gosh. take care of themselves. So don't, don't stress <laughs> or be worried. See, I remember what it's like to be you and I'm very sorry. It's okay. I don't remember. That's, that's, that's human life. That's the wonderful thing about it. 
anytime you want to come and babysit, you let me know and <laughs> we will get those memories pulled out of you. Perfect. <laughs> Love it. It's a short drive from Toronto to Indiana. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just down the road. Like oh, 35 yeah. minutes. So close. Let's go for beers. It's fine. <laughs> Perfect. So you guys are both excellent photographers with stunning styles. and Oh, you. I was just wondering, like, how did you guys develop your sense of style and taste? I know Lisa kind of already mentioned this with uh, her inspiration and trying to emulate the people that she saw and then developing her own sort of style from that. But do you guys want to talk a little bit more about that and like what it is that kind of brought you to where you are today? I mean, if I had to describe it, I'd say Rebecca is kind of more like dark and moody sort of photographer. And then Lisa's more of like a, it's like studio lighting sort of look to what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I, is that fair? Yeah. And I would say pretty much the whole Jerry Gionis thing. It's like, I, I really, as much as I saw other photographers, went to WPPI, respected other photographers, went to classes. He was the one I really latched on to stylistically, like his work really spoke to me. So I think when I was young, it was very much like a, I want to be like you. I want to emulate you in my own way. And I, I tried to do that. Um, and I think I was successful in doing that. And then it just at a certain point, you know, becomes your own thing. Mm -hmm. And I kind of almost remember that moment when I was like, oh, I have my style, you know, like I remember realizing all of a sudden, like, this is me. For a while, it was like I was just trying to emulate. And then eventually it was just like, nope, this is me now. And, and I get it. And I know what I'm good at. And I know what my clients respond to. And I think it's just natural evolution. But even to this day, I don't, I, I look at other photographers, but honestly, it actually um, kind of depresses me because they're so freaking good. You look at like a Jose Villa and stuff and you're just like, mm -hmm. I'm just quitting now. <laughs> and, I, and I think a lot of, get out now. <laughs> just leave. I kicked myself out of my own house. <laughs> I, I just think it's one of those things where you just, it, it, if you do too much of paying attention to that stuff, you'll get down on yourself. Mm -hmm. Can you tell I'm getting cynical about the wedding industry? No, you're, you're just very passionate. And that's why we like you. Ah, uh, wedding photography podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, he asked me, he asked me why yeah. I was leaving. And it's just, I guess all of these things. And I, th I feel like I'm growing out of it. That's a big part of it is like, I'm 34 sure. Been doing this now for like 10, 11 years. And I think that the newer generation is coming up, the millennials, and mm. just feeling a little disconnect there. 34 is not old, but I'm feeling kind of old comparatively to some of the young photographers. It gets harder and harder to book clients every year because we keep getting mm -hmm. older. And for the most part, the people getting married are the same age. Yeah. To steal that Matthew McConaughey uh, line. I was just about to do that. <laughs> they the same age. Yeah. Yes, they do. <laughs> So, Rebecca, where do you draw your inspiration from? Oh, God. I was more drawn to, like, I love Lisa's work. I can't do it to save my life. Like, I really mm -hmm. can't. I cannot be that overly posed person. Not Call overly me posed. overly posed? Oh, over, I don't mean damn. it negatively. I mean, I'm like... Teasing. I'm teasing. She, okay, I've assisted her before. She's, like, right down to the hands, feet, everything. Like, I cannot do that. Honestly, like I said on our podcast, we were telling a story about the father of the bride walking her down the bride down the aisle and he had a beer in his hand and Lisa's like I would have grabbed it from him and I said I would have let him hold it <laughs> like that's essentially the difference between the two of us yeah mm. I I'm not I'm more about as it's happening and I do I think I don't know I'm just drawn to that style and I think it kind of just naturally came more on photojournalistic and um bit. I think 
most photographers that contact me, they usually, they, they love um, how I come in so tight mm-hmm. and so do my clients. So I think that's more about my style than really, uh, the moodiness is for sure. But I mean, it's more, they're drawn to that really tight shot for whatever reason, because the wide ones, I'm okay at it, but I'm not as great at it. So mm-hmm. I can totally fully admit that. But um, the style, no, I can't, I can't name names. I don't know. Like, I just, I think I followed so many people and that was my mistake at the beginning for new people. I will say, do not follow so many photographers. I mean, it mm-hmm. takes, it, it took me longer to find my style that way because I was trying to follow what was trending like Lisa can attest I've been dark and moody for years mm-hmm. and oh yeah she's moody as fuck. before <laughs> before it became a thing right like before it was a trend I was already there but um fortunately it became a trend and I started you know making money off of it Profit, profiting <laughs> off her style but yeah so I don't know I can't really and mm-hmm. then yeah once I once I found what I liked I just stuck with it and wrote it out and hopefully it it came and it did. So the boat came in. Yeah. It's hard now, I think, for photographers to find their style. Because mm-hmm. there's so much trendy shit out there that it's kind of swaying them too much. Yeah. So everybody's kind of looking the same. You know what I mean? Everybody's more concerned with Instagram likes. Yeah. Than, yeah. Know. Unfortunately, yeah. 100% on what you guys just said about Instagram likes and everybody looking the same. Yes. Yeah. Rebecca, you mentioned that you've shot for Lisa do you guys shoot with each other often or have you i didn't shoot for her i assisted her so i i was i was her bitch like i was holding reflectors <laughs> into it. still is uh no she was uh, an, uh that's how we met at an engagement i honestly shoot. won't do that for anybody mm-hmm. like no i'm dead serious i won't assist anybody you'll only be lisa's bitch yes Got it. yes like it's more like like a favor right like totally it's, yeah I, mean, I think i was stuck one day and i was like here you go, 50 bucks. Want to come out and hang, you know, hold on to a reflector? It's easy. Yeah, and I admired and, her work and I kind of, it benefited me because I wanted to see how she worked because mm-hmm. I actually like how extroverted she is. So, and I'm an introvert, so I was kind of drawn to it. So, um, it's just like second shooting. I still second shoot once in a while, but it's only for people I actually am inspired by. Mm-hmm. I'm really drawn to their work and I'm really curious about how they work. I'll go second shoot for them. And that's not, I'm not trying to be cocky or anything. It's just that, no, you I don't, just get to I don't need to second shoot. Yeah. Your experience. Now. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just, cause I mean, the money's not there. <laughs> so um, no, the money's not there. Your work is gorgeous on its own. There's really not a point to do it. No, and it's your time. Because yeah. Your time away from your family. Is yeah. If I'm taking thing. a Saturday to second shoot, then it's going to be for someone like, a, like I really am drawn to their work. Like I, sh- I second shot for Leanne Weston mm-hmm. this past year. So, mm-hmm. and she's, she's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love her. She's got beautiful work. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's how we met. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, here, hold this. And then we have a podcast now. That was a long time ago. How, how long ago was it? Seven years, maybe six. Yeah. A long time ago. And then we've just been floating around in our Facebook friends since then. And yeah. we'll see each other, you know, occasionally at a group function or something. And yeah. that's pretty much it. Yeah. I, almost, I can't really remember the shoot though. I have no idea. She tells me it was at a shoot and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. I think it was the one at the apple farm. You think it was the one there, right? Okay. I think so. Yeah. Well, that's the story and we're sticking to it. That one time at an apple farm. There, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there probably wasn't another engagement shoot in an apple farm ever. So We're so Canadian. No. And then a podcast empire was born from there.
It was born from a terrible experience where I had her work for me. <laughs> oh, I did shoot for her. That's right. You did shoot for me one time. Not with me, though. You Wait, came. Uh, what yeah. is this story? I don't think I've yes. ever heard this on Slow. We've never told Have it. Have I never told the story? It's like kind of inside info. It's bad. <sighs> what a better place to tell it than here, then. I was saving it for the book. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll give the gist of it. I won't yeah. go crazy detail. I'll give the gist. Basically, we had a very high-maintenance mother of the groom who wanted coverage at her house, and it just logistically was too far. So this, you know, does happen sometimes, and that's totally fine, where, you know, mom wants coverage of some family photos and whatever. So we just say, okay, well, why don't we bring in a third shooter? Because my second never leaves me. It's usually Justin or whoever, but I always need an assistant because of the style I do. So anyway... Um, I said, cool, you know, I, I didn't have any red flags at this point that they were high maintenance. I promise Rebecca. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I was just basically like, she just needs some family stuff. Do you mind just going and doing this and, you know, pay as this? And she goes, yeah, yeah, that's cool. So she goes and does it and it's a freaking nightmare. And then I am having, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I took her out to dinner, I think, <laughs> to say sorry. And we were just chatting about shit show wedding stories. And I said, that would make a good podcast. <laughs> and the secret life of weddings was born over drinks that night. Yeah. And then we started. So that was like a year and a half, two years ago when that happened. Yep. And then if you know Lisa, when there's an idea born, <laughs> <laughs> it happens immediately. <laughs> The next day we had our website, our branding, our like, just everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Because you guys have been talking a lot recently about the way you two work together as you guys are getting ready to launch like this new thing you guys have done. It's cool if we talk about that here. Um, the, the, pod, the pod. And like talking about how Lisa works super late at night and Rebecca works during the morning slash daytime, stuff like that. Completely opposites. Yeah. 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 She's like my work wife. She's my, uh, yeah. she's a really similar to my husband, actually, mm -hmm. which is so funny. And I think that's why we get along so well, because she's the equivalent of my husband, but in my girlfriend. I'm the female version. She is. She's like the female version of my husband. That's, that's weird, because like Steve is like my work husband. There you go. Oh, look at that. that doesn't sound as cool when we say it. <laughs> no. Work wife is cuter, but it's true. Uh, I'll text her in the middle of the night. And last night we were launching the pod. So essentially, just to give your listeners an idea of the pod, we came up with the idea because we were having really shitty sound when we first started our podcast because we were in a big empty room and we just thought, you know, we needed some kind of sound treatment, but we didn't want to transform the entire room into a recording studio and we couldn't afford it. And it's not something I could do permanently. Um, so we thought, how do we create a pop-up sound booth mm -hmm. to sit inside and have kind of heavy duty material around the outside of it? And it's just big enough for one to two people. And the pod was born. And then last night I was launching it and cause I was, she does more of like the, you know, shipping, receiving like duties, taxes, like kind of that stuff. And I'm like, go away. I don't want to do that. Um, <laughs> and I'm like website branding, you know, marketing, like that's my jam video photo. And we did all that stuff yesterday. So I was up till like two o'clock in the morning and I did the email blast and I did all that. And then I was like texting her, how about this? How about this? How about this? And I was like, you're asleep, aren't you? <laughs> 
And then I get an apology text in the morning. I'm so sorry. I totally fell asleep. And I said, I know. I knew you'd be asleep. Of course, your text comes at six in the morning and I've had like four hours sleep, you know. I'm an old lady. Like I can't I can't stay up that late. <laughs> but yeah, if people are interested, they can go to thepodbooth.com to see it. But it's like super affordable. It's like $3.99 US comparatively to like thousands of dollars for a pro studio. Mm-hmm. And it's um, just meant to basically get rid of that echo and make your voice really rich and buttery. Yeah. Mm, like Steven and I. Exactly. You know, butter. Like butter. <laughs> Velvet. <laughs> so that's our newest baby. But, you yeah. know, the Secret Life of Weddings is going strong. We're hosting a wedding show soon here mm-hmm. in Toronto, which is going to be really fun. Yeah. We actually get to MC a fashion show at it and do mini episodes. They're so crazy to They're let us giving do us that. microphones. <laughs> that is awesome. In front of 2,000 brides. They actually are letting <laughs> us talk to that many people. And, and, and like we get to advertise at the show. So it's kind of like a barter thing. And yeah. uh, we're really excited. And just maybe while you guys are recording, just be like, and Rebecca Lizard Photography is still available for all the brides <laughs> out there. <laughs> and I'm Lisa Mark. Get the hell away from me. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah, pretty After much. After all these horrible stories I've told, I can't do it anymore. I can't. I can't. Ironically, I've had great weddings. So again, just want to say that my clients are wonderful. <laughs> not a real, not a reflection on them at all. It's just been, except for that one that made Rebecca regret her life. Just that one was tough. But other than that, it's been great. Mm-hmm. So. so obviously, the podcast has influenced your lives pretty greatly. You're launching a new product that's inspired by your difficulties when you first started recording. You guys are emceeing wedding shows. You guys have a ton of listeners, a lot of fans, people who fanboy, fangirl out, whatever you want to call <laughs> what I do when Steve, Steve boy, <laughs> Steve boy. Um, Steve boy out. <laughs> how has, how has the podcast affected your guys' business and the way you interact with your clients? Has it changed anything that you guys do at all? Not really. Um, I did get an email the other day from a from a listener who wanted me to potentially shoot. Oh, right. Her wedding. I've had a couple inquiries that were like, "Oh, I'd love to have you," or like people would want us if they could afford to get us over to wherever they're getting married. Yeah. So it's been very positive because it's funny when I started the podcast, my husband was like, "Oh my god, you're going to kill our business," and I said, "Just relax. It's fine." <laughs> You're like, don't worry, I'll kill the business soon enough. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that. That's coming, honey. (laughs) You just get ready. Pull your pants up. It's coming. Um, (laughs) Or down, whatever. Well, whatever suits you, whatever your coping mechanism is. But basically, I I was confident that it it wasn't going to be a negative influence. Mm -hmm. And it hasn't been. It's been it's been a positive one. If anything, when I tell my brides about it, they laugh their asses off and think it's funny. And a lot of my previous brides listen. And, yeah, uh, same. Yeah, my previous brides listen, and they actually didn't know I because I don't tell my clients. I only started now. Now in my consults, I do tell them because I don't want them to think I'm very much an open book with my mm-hmm. clients. Yeah, and I just put that out there as well. Photographers, you should be an open book. Don't hide shit. No, they find out. It's weird. They stalk you. It's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, I tell my clients now. I have a podcast just because I don't want them. Going into it, thinking we're going to share their thinking most I'm going to share something if something does go wrong. So which we don't. We I don't. We have shared stories, but only ones that were funny or silly or. Well, or, yeah, I shared the hard on one at the live show. Yeah, so <laughs> hard on, but it wasn't my client. To be fair, I was it wasn't her hard on. on. It's fine. 
<laughs> Dustin doesn't listen to podcasts, period. Not even Correct. our own. So he has Correct. no idea what you're talking about. So Neither does could, she. She doesn't listen to podcasts or her, her own podcast. I don't listen to ours, but I listen to others. Could you fill Dustin in on the hard on well, thing? Sort, sort of like what Lisa was saying earlier, where she, you don't want to look at too many photographers because then you start comparing yourself. I don't want to listen to other podcasts because then I'll just start comparing myself to other podcasts. So Hi. I like to kind of live in this box or this pod, if you will, of soloness where I just record it. But have you ever listened? to your show just to hear how you sounded only the ones that steve makes me edit or only the ones that i'm worried about steve making me sound like a complete idiot <laughs> so every episode then a handful or okay. if somebody like messages me directly and they're like i can't believe you said that i'm like oh shit what did steve do and i have to i have to listen oh yeah i get messages from her going can you edit that out <laughs> so yeah there's that yeah i have to yeah I kind of go off a little bit sometimes. <laughs> she goes, that was nasty. Can yeah. you not do that? <laughs> so back to the hard-on story. I don't know why I don't get hate mail. Oh, back to the hard-on. Um, okay, fine. The gist of it is... It's a, um, it's a quickie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had shot a wedding and um, you know it though, right? Like you listen to the live show? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm pointing at you like you can... Oh, so ridiculous. <laughs> um so anyways i was shooting a wedding for another studio and basically that whole moment i was shooting the bride and groom the wedding party was off to the side and i asked them to come in as i do with all my clients to come in just have a moment and you know just be with each other and the groom proceeded to rise to the occasion oh my goodness (laughs) and he goes and hides behind the bush and then she Which said, bush? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And the bride's like, he needs a moment. And then, yeah, I clearly see why he needs a moment. And then yeah. I proceeded to ask, how exactly did he use that moment? <laughs> and apparently he just rested. Yes. He just rested, but then he was good. And she, well, she kept trying to get closer to him. And he's like, just stay away from me. <laughs> I yeah, mean, super embarrassing for him, but or yes. is it? Like I don't know. You guys care about heart? I don't know. Yes, that's super embarrassing all the time. Always. I'd be super impressed if my husband got a heart on all the time for me. Every time he looked at me, like that'd be awesome. Yeah. Right. You should tell. You should share that with him. <laughs> I'm sure he would appreciate that. You're thinking about him. He's gonna be like, you did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't listen to the podcast, and neither does mine. Mine no. actually. Mine saw us at the live show and goes, you know, it was good, but there wasn't my wife up there. He's never heard the show before. And he saw us and he's like, that's, that's like a character. And I went, what do you tell us? No, it's me. He goes, no, no, that's like a character. And I said, okay. I had no idea. So that was, that was, I do disagree with that, but I don't know. Unless you're like in character every time I see you. (laughs) Yep. That's it. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, he he was like, you're, I guess, just being on and talking and actively doing whatever. Yeah. He just seemed to be different. He's like, that's not my wife up there. And he goes, and it's a good thing, you know, because he's a very, very like quiet person. Not quiet, but very um, personal. So he really wouldn't want that side of me probably out and about. Yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't want to share his wife with the world. Yeah, sort of. So I think he probably likes the fact that it's a bit of a a public side versus a private side. I yeah. didn't mean to. <laughs> I don't know what that Which means. Which you kind of need though anyways. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Yeah, I think that's healthy. I'm sure yeah. you guys are a little more reserved at home, no? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Just cleaning poop and puke. That's that's nice. my home life. And hard-ons all over the place. Right? All over. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna ask my wife if she would appreciate me more if uh, <laughs> I followed your guys' advice. Just don't do that at the same time as the cleanup because then she's gonna get some really mixed messages. <laughs> really? <laughs> some mis- mixed signals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we shoot weddings together too, so that might make it a little awkward as well. Yeah. Not that oh. we're, not that we're so shaming, you guys can demonstrate shaming. to newlyweds. Exactly. This is how it should be all the time. Yeah. <laughs> People love the Justin and I shoot together when we do. Oh my god, I could never shoot with my husband. He, our clients say that to us. Oh, all I shouldn't the time say that, should I? Oh, he doesn't listen. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Why uh what my wife and I shoot together too. We typically get a reaction like Rebecca's. How could you ever work with your spouse? Um, why do you think you can't work with your husband, Rebecca? Okay. Do you want a story? Because he did once. Yeah, sure. He did one. Yeah, he did once. I was doing a destination wedding and he came with me because, you know, he wanted to go and I needed help, of course. Um, mm-hmm. I couldn't shoot by myself. Um, and he came, but the two days before, no, the day before the wedding, um, I found him at the pool bar, uh, getting drunk with the wedding party. Nice. And I hadn't met the couple yet. So <laughs> awkward. <laughs> to the point, it was so bad. They liked him a lot. As they should. Why? So he was walking around holding the bride's bouquet because I'm lying on a beach in sand trying to take photos. And he's holding the bouquet and they're yelling from the bar, come have a drink. <laughs> yeah. To which he throws the bouquet in the ocean and runs to the bar. Yeah. And the couple even requested that I take a picture of him holding the bouquet because they wanted it in their wedding album. That's weird. Right? So he's a spotlight stealer. Yes. Oh, he's a huge spotlight stealer. I feel like you should have your husband at every wedding. (laughs) I know, right? Oh, my God, no. Oh. Anyway. I think that should be your sales tactic. Hey, (laughs) for this, for an extra amount of money, my husband will second shoot. People love him so much. Look at this client's wedding album. They wanted him in their album. No, I could never. No, I can't work with him. He would drive me crazy. Because he's not, he doesn't get the whole professional. <laughs> Although he was very helpful at our live show, I must say. He was. Yeah. He that, tended, tended to the bar. point, I was a little shocked. And I said, wow, thank you. And he's like, why are you thinking? Of course. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he was amazing. He was like a, a bartender and bouncer all in one. It was great. <laughs> this massive guy behind the bar. And I'm just like, there's no, not going to be anything going on tonight. Did you guys have to throw anyone out of the live show? People get too rowdy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think they were all scared of uh, her husband. So we were good. We were good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say it's really strange. Like, I know you said you were fanboying out, but people that came to the live show mm-hmm. that were like super excited to talk to us. That was yeah. weird. Yeah. That's very strange. Very strange thing to encounter. Yeah. I think. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Of course. I'm I'll, a person just like you. Of course. I'll <laughs> talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Right. There is a reason why people love you guys' podcast and the relationship that the two of you have, the way you guys talk to each other and communicate with each other. It's very loving and just like Aww. the passion you guys have and the way you build each other up. It's it's really great to see. And Aww. I feel like you guys are only going to get more fans and more people fangirling when they see you because you guys are such great people and people really love that aspect. And so they're going to be so excited to see you. And you guys can't 
sell yourself short. Like you're going to have fans and you just got to accept it. Like you're only going to get more popular. I need to, I need to make a little of you and put you in my pocket. Yes. All the time. And I'm going to call and be like, can you, Rebecca, hi Lisa, what's up? Can you put Steve on? <laughs> Here's Steve. Here, mini you're Steve. Awesome. <laughs> Believe in yourself. Thank you, tiny pocket Steve. Seriously, though, like, thank Aww. you, because it's, it's been a long week with our product launch. It's been stressful, and yeah. I needed to hear that today. So thank you, genuinely. See, and that's why we've just been doing the opposite of you guys, where we just tear each other apart. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why our fans have a slightly different outlook on us mm. as humans. Um, our so. bro- most recent email from a fan, I believe she said that her favorite thing about the podcast was the way we openly flirted with each other behind our wives' backs. <laughs> oh. that's amazing that's kind of so, hot i like that. i love that yeah embrace it guys yeah hard-ons for everyone just Hard. embrace it. <laughs> <laughs> so are you guys gonna do live shows yeah oh uh, whenever you invite us we will come <laughs> oh. <laughs> was that another hard-on joke um listen <laughs> I love my puns. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they should they can come open for us. We we want to do we want to. It's our dream to tour and, and yeah. do shows. You guys should come open for us. Yeah. Saying, why don't more podcasts do that? Rebecca said it actually. She goes, "Why don't we start?" It's my for brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. Like, just like bands. Yeah, I'm like, why don't? Why is there no show openers for podcasts? Live podcasts like that would make so much sense. So like I, I'm super into podcasts and I'm really into like the max fun podcasts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like before I'm super into the McElroy brothers. I don't know if you guys know who they are, but they're like the three brothers. They do a show called my brother, my brother and me, where they give bad advice. I've heard of that. I haven't listened to it, but I've heard of that's it. awesome. And every time they do a show, they also have like shows that they do with their wives and they'll open their show with, uh, one of the shows that they do with their wives to kind of warm the crowd up and stuff. And like the shows Perfect. that they do with their wives are also super popular. Like it's, it's really, I mean, it's really interesting to listen to because they'll release like both the live shows and both, uh, around yeah. the same time. So you can kind of like awesome. listen to the crowd, like build and stuff like that. Sorry. I'm just, I nerd out about that kind of stuff. No, I love it. <laughs> no, that's so you, cool. Yeah, we're we're dorks about that. We've done research. It's like, how do you tour to the U.S.? Because we actually have a bigger <laughs> following in the U.S. than we do in Canada. Because podcasting isn't. Y'all like there. us over there. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. awesome. we have a bigger following in Canada than we do in the U.S. <laughs> do you actually? No. <laughs> no. Sorry, I'm starting to know when Dustin's bullshitting me and I'm going to start I didn't catch it. I thought he was serious. And I was like, yeah, I believe that. I was like, no, no, he's full of crap. So do you guys want to answer some weird questions from the internet? We like to sure. questions. I love weird questions. Yes. Let's do some Q&A. Let's Steve. Dustin, do you have the document open? I do. Do you want to scroll down the list? Do you want to pick one? I would love to pick list. one. <laughs> oh, it's it's f- f- what fifteen pages. <laughs> we we have a running list of fifteen pages of questions, just like banked for sometime in the future. When we first started, I just would every time I saw a question on the internet, write it down. Holy cow! Do you want I to? W- uh, do I, you want I to write take... content for our show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Can you take over? <laughs> <laughs> is that a pain job? <laughs> is that a pain job? No. My interest is peaked. <laughs> no, no. All right, Derek okay, from 
We'll pay you in sarcasm. Yes. Mm. <laughs> That's worth uh, it. Just see if my mortgage takes that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek from a Facebook group, a random Facebook group, ask, a past client of mine divorced his wife, and a few months later, he got engaged to someone else. Is it cool for me to message him to see if he wants me to do some wedding photos with me again? <laughs> or should I wait and see if he contacts me? Oh my God, he's got to do it because I just want to hear what, they, what the guy says. <laughs> I feel like Steve put this in here for me. I can't believe you picked this one, Dustin. I did put this in here just because of you. So Dustin, <laughs> in a recent episode, shared that he sent a cinnamon roll ornament to a couple and he thinks that's what caused them to get a divorce (laughs) and two nights ago Dustin sent me a message and said so that couple that I sent the cinnamon roll ornament to the groom is now getting remarried and I was like oh cool he's like I messaged him to see Oh, yeah, I was like, I was like, maybe this is the power of the cinnamon roll that not only did it cause this couple to acknowledge that they weren't meant to be together, but now it's going to bring me maybe two weddings out of this one wedding. You know, it's a powerful ornament. Okay, did they reply? He did reply. And unfortunately, they are eloping somewhere and they're using a local photographer wherever they were eloping. Some mountaintop in Iceland, probably. Well, don't worry. But um, he'll call you for the next one. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's um, it's a ballsy business strategy. Let me tell you, I um, fucking love it. If you have, if you have the <laughs> that's guts, amazing. Why I not? I think I just like really like you now. <laughs> now, now, it took this long. Um, I would say if you have the balls to do it, why not? The worst they'd say is no. I I have a question. Yes. Why a cinnamon roll ornament? I was going to ask that too. And then I was like, eh. So for that, you'll really need to go back and listen to the episode because I don't listen to him. So I don't really remember the whole story. Gotcha. He I doesn't heard that know why yet. he bought a cinnamon roll ornament and sent it to so a the, the groom. The groom is a bodybuilder and he carb loads. <laughs> and uh, so oh. the running joke uh, throughout the whole wedding day was how much he likes cinnamon rolls and like donuts and other baked goods. Gotcha. And so when I send my clients their USB drive, as Steve likes to ridicule me for, you deserve um, it. I like to put little token, little tokens in the box that make it seem like I actually paid attention to things about them. And for this particular couple, their wedding it gives the illusion. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Just, just a little subtle like nugget of something that's like, oh wait, he cinnamon roll. <laughs> he does listen. Yeah. He's thoughtful. We should have him do our next wedding. I basically settle on just spelling their name correctly. That is go. my look. I paid attention to. There's you. your bar. Yeah. yeah well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bars cost money. <laughs> But, um, so yeah, so the groom obsessed with cinnamon rolls. And so I delivered their wedding kind of in like November. It was close to Christmas. And, uh, so I put a little, uh, cinnamon roll Christmas ornament in their little package when I sent it to them. And the running joke, uh, between Steven and I was that that cinnamon roll caused the groom to realize his love for baked goods was more than his wife. (laughs) And that's why he left her. Maybe she tried to take his cinnamon rolls. So from when was him. their wedding? Yeah, how long did it last? Last year, last fall. 
Okay, so about a year. Wow. I was really hoping it was this this Christmas. No, nope, last fall. Mm. So they got divorced. I mean, it would probably have been like a few months after. I think I saw him selling the ring on Facebook Marketplace around uh, uh. like June, July. Or he's what like douchebag. He's like oh two thousand dollars or best offer of forty cinnamon rolls. Exactly. <laughs> He'll consider trade. He'll oh consider my god. Trade. That's yeah. brutal. Can we get back to Rebecca saying what a douchebag about the guy selling the ring on Facebook Marketplace? (laughs) (laughs) What was he supposed to do with the ring if she didn't want it and gave it back to him? Well, first of all, she's stupid for giving it back. I got to say that. Why would you give it back? She should sell it on the Marketplace. If he's a dick about the breakup, I agree. No, regardless. She might have been. She might have broken up with him. Well, fuck, I'd still keep it. You're cold. <laughs> Why am I the mean one in reviews? <laughs> I know. I'm such a bitch. Didn't you guys have a story recently about like a ring bearer slash groomsman who kept the rings after a wedding didn't go through and then he sold them online or something like that? That vaguely sounds familiar. Why? Oh my Did God. Do don't it? ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Listen, <laughs> I do all the content, but I don't remember any of it. She writes it. She reads it. Yeah. She doesn't remember it. No. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't know. That that does sound vaguely familiar, though. It does. Yeah. That probably happened. Oh, probably. You guys yeah. got real stuck on him being an adult, but also being the ring bearer, if I remember correctly. <laughs> that I remember. That I remember. It's true. And then yes. the story ended with him like selling the rings. And I was like, how did he get to keep the rings? And then we had people email us and tell us that adult ring bearers and flower girls exist. They're, so they're a thing now. People feel the need to inform us when we're mistaken about it. People take great joy on the internet in correcting you. Yes. Especially the whole coral thing. Do the adult ring bearers and flower girls walk down the aisle together, like spreading the flower petals? And how does that work? I've heard of ring grandmas. Yeah, I don't know. Never yeah. seen one. Yeah, I've, had, I've had ring grandmas before. Have you? Mm-hmm. It, it was such a big deal that our local newspaper published a story and like sent a photographer out. Oh, and you're like, get the fuck out of the aisle right now. <laughs> well, they did it like before the wedding started. They just like oh. gathered the grandmas and took a photo because in the bride's mind, it was like a big deal that like all of her two grandmas and his two grandmas were still living and they wanted to incorporate them some way and they thought it would be a super Pinteresty thing to have them like dressed the same and like walk yeah, down the super aisle the same. if they have a heart attack on the way down. Like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck? Dark. Yeah. Well, you really run the that went That went dark real fast. <laughs> They're not running down the aisle, Rebecca. It doesn't matter. Look, uh, we've had stories where um, we didn't share them because, you know, they're a little dark for mm. our show. Um, not not for ours. Grandparents have died like during the wedding. So why would you add, you know, cardio to that? <laughs> There's no car. How fast do your brides walk down the aisle? <laughs> Here in America, they sprint, I guess. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Hmm. Oh, you know. In in Canada, it's just like more of a leisurely walk. And in here, we're really anxious, <laughs> really excitable. Go, go. I'm like, slow down. Go, Granny. Go, Granny. (laughs) Don't drop the ring. My favorite is when the brides, uh, you know, in post, you're doing albums or something, they start to get real picky about, like, 
the expression of the the father or the bridesmaids. I'm like, well, he didn't look that way when he was walking you down the aisle. And I didn't exactly pose this moment. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. there's only so much you can do with that ceremony walk uh, with the photos. It's like, I captured what you did. I love when couples say, my parents are going to cry. They're going to cry for sure. The parents don't cry. And they never cry. <laughs> the ones that yeah. they say, they're going to cry. They ah. never cry. Expectation dashed. Yeah, I always wonder because I've had so many brides this year say, to me right before the wedding ceremony like the ones who don't do a first look like oh he's gonna like he better cry like i'm gonna turn around and walk out if he like doesn't cry you know he's gonna cry and then i'm always like oh shit that's like so much like you know pressure on me like do i need to run up and ball tap him like (laughs) (laughs) ball tap him dustin jeez bring a little bottle of visine (laughs) because if he if he doesn't tear up like her whole day is ruined Get some so, tweezers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> pluck an eyelash. We actually do. <laughs> pluck give, an eyelash. We've seen some really crappy first looks. Like he turns around and goes, hey. So <laughs> we actually, my <laughs> husband will go up and be like, dude, you have to make a big deal. You have to. Go out there and get your heart on. Seriously. I thought he said, get your heart on for a minute. And I was like, that's really romantic. Either or. Really romantic way to put it. I had a really good first look once. With the groom once as in he 10 years. Kneel, as he was kneeling at the altar and he winked at me. <laughs> Whoa. What? First look with you. Interesting. They divorced two weeks later. Ouch. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. And then he slid in your DMs or <laughs> <laughs> No kidding, right? It was so bad. Wow. Yeah, she he cheated on her. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll tell you something weird. Okay. I'm, I'm a big believer in like the universe and like things are meant to be, or you take and pass and this and that. Rebecca and I are meant to work together because of weird coincidences. Like she lives on the street that I grew oh, up on. This is so weird. Uh, in mm. the town that I grew up in. Now she didn't grow up in Milton. You didn't grow up. No, in I'm Milton, from Cambridge. She's from Cambridge. So my point it's, is uh, 45 minutes away. Yeah. So she moved to Milton, but she grew up like she's literally several houses just down from where I spent the majority of my childhood. And we realized that after uh, we were just hanging out and started the podcast, even, I think, or we, we we figured it out along the way. And then just yesterday, we were doing a business license or something, and I saw her middle name, and I'm like, so we have the exact middle name, the same middle name. We're both Anne with no E. And I was just like, that's weird. Like, just, we ha- we keep having these weird... It is because we're so far apart in age. That is weird. It's just it's just strange. I don't know. It, it's just spelled a specific way, and it's hey, the only middle name. And it was just, we keep... We keep finding out these random little signs yeah, that we're meant I don't to be share. working together. What's because that? I don't share. She doesn't. I didn't know about your hand. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Anyway. Weird, right? I'm totally telling our listeners to listen to this because we're spilling a lot that uh, they haven't heard. So we can't just going to be like, it's not our show. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. It's good. It's good. And can we can just, take this. Can we take this weirdness like one step further, though? Because Rebecca is married to a Steve, and Lisa is married to a Justin. That's one letter different than Dustin. <laughs> and oh, you guys are doing a podcast with a Steve and Dustin, dude, and we're in two different countries. You're blowing what? my mind right now. Oh my goodness! It's amazing. And my son's that's name amazing. is Justin. That's true. That's true too. We just pulled that thing full circle. <laughs> and my stepdad's name is Steve. Whoa! <laughs> like seventeen degrees of mis misdirection connection. <laughs> uh, Stuff that has nothing to do with anything. But Alice from a Facebook group asked a question. 
I had a couple say they were ready to sign the contract at a recent meeting after viewing some of my sample albums. I pulled out a copy, a hard copy, and put it in front of them. I told them to take their time reading it over and went to tip the waitress and make a little small talk so they wouldn't feel rushed. I heard a little commotion, and when I looked over, it looked like the bride had spilled some tea on the contract. When I walked back over there, it was ruined. Unfortunately, I didn't have a second one that day, so I asked if I could just email them one later. Mm -hmm. After the meeting, I noticed that my leather-bound sample album that they had been looking at before I gave them the contract was dripping wet. The pages were soaked. No. I didn't want to lose the sale, so I didn't mention it. I just sent the contract. That was a month ago. I haven't heard from them since. I emailed a follow-up and texted once, but nothing. Assuming they aren't going to book with me, should I ask them to pay for a new sample album? <laughs> no. No. Cost of doing business, my friend. Yeah. It's like when you lose gear. Was that really stolen. a question? Yes. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Oh, Is that a question? I don't care if they hate me. That's a stupid question. Again, why am I the main Oh, one? they didn't book me, so now I'm going to make them pay for my freaking album? But they fucked it up. I think it's a valid question because, I mean, for example, what we do in our business is I actually slide across a waiver before we get our books out that, you know, assigns liability to them in the event that anything should happen to our belongings. Right. Post or prior or during our consultation. Bloody price of them. I wouldn't blame you. Jeez. Well, I just want them to feel that the value of our albums when I'm charging them $10,000 an album, you know, is really <laughs> comes across. And then I get the briefcase out with the handcuff, like, oh, yeah. you know, diamond style. And, you know, I have a guy named... Blues Brothers? Vanilla. Are you old enough? Blues Brothers style? And he comes over and he, you know, takes the handcuff off, opens the briefcase, and I hand them their wedding album to look at. Uh, this is just a sample album for Miller's, but, you know, I want them to get the full effect of my upcharge. Mm -hmm. Right. Of course. That's fair. I mean, yeah. So that's, that's how we handle it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I would maybe not have my consult at a fucking restaurant with tea. Coffee is more your thing? No, just don't put that near them. Or like, no, I do give my clients coffee, but they've never spilled it on an album, knock on wood. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, like really? You can't do anything. My point no. is it's the cost of doing business. You, you, you know, it's life. But, the thing too is, oh yeah, okay, I'll let it go if they book me. But if they don't, I'm going to send them a bill. Do you know I thought that <laughs> was actually... Yes. Have fun with uh, getting them to pay it. Yeah, good luck, with, good luck with that. <laughs> then you're going to get your name smeared all over too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I actually let thought it go. It was, I thought it was going to go the other direction that she... Smeared all over with tea? With tea. <laughs> um, I thought it was going to go the other direction where she like, I thought they poured tea on the contract to ruin it because they didn't want to <laughs> sign it. That's one way out. They're like, oh shit, she's coming back. Yeah, I thought that's what yeah. they, they were doing. I guarantee that's probably what they did. They didn't want to sign and it. They're like, while pressured. we're at it, let's just destroy this album too. Let's make this believable. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, the Screw album was just a uh, misfortunate. Like Excuse me, edition. can I get another tea? I used it all up on this contract, <laughs> and I'd like to. I'd like one for my wedding album. Thank you. That's when the, you know what she should have just pulled out a dryer. Yeah, went to the bathroom, dried it off. Tea stained and all, and been like, okay, here's here's good night. It's sepia. Yeah. <laughs> this is my antique album. Sepia's back, guys. Didn't you know? 
What about this? What if they didn't, the photographer didn't have a pen and the couple was like, what the hell am I supposed to sign this in? And they attempted to sign it in T. Moving forward, this photographer doesn't realize they booked her on the spot. Right? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, like a Rorschach pattern. And now, man, we need to get in contact with her. And yeah. then she's going to write an angry email being like, we signed our contract very clearly in T two months ago and you have not been in touch at all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is why I think, you know, Lisa, you should stay in wedding photography because there's just so much of this goodness that you are missing out on. <laughs> I know. I'm going to miss it dearly. <laughs> oh. But on a completely unrelated but related question that I had uh, yesterday, kind of related to this, not related to photography at all, but I figured this is a good forum to ask since I saw you guys go to Starbucks. And that mine was just delivered. By your child? Why did you get the Starbucks? My, my wife is finally home. So she... Oh, she's home. Yay. I actually saw you drink that. And I was like, since when does he have a Starbucks? <laughs> I just pull them down. Mine's empty. So, yeah. So when, you, when you're when you in line at Starbucks... Oh, do you um, have one in your house like Tommy Lee? Yes. That would be great. <laughs> yes. Sorry, We I'm do a lot of weddings. We can afford nice things like that. Yeah. Yes. I have a barista. She just sits on the other side of my pod. Her name's we Vanessa. make thousands in one day. Actually, I'm just, I'm taking your pod and I'm going to put it inside Starbucks right next to the, like where you get. Can the, we put, oh, we should put a Starbucks inside the pod and then yes. sell it there. We can team with them. Done. Team with them. Co-sponsors. Co-sponsors. I'll let you ask your question. <laughs> so my brain thinks legal, like legalese all the time. Like I'm always like, who would be liable in this scenario? And this question kind of made me think of that is, so when you go through Starbucks, do you guys use like the app they have to pay? I do. I don't. Okay. So then Lisa, you can answer this. Rebecca, stay quiet. (laughs) I often do. Rebecca, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) Stop, Rebecca. So when you pay with your phone, so yesterday when I paid like their little scan gun, you know how sometimes it like can't read your phone? Yeah. And like they're, so this barista like grabbed my phone like out of her hand to like scan it inside. And then when she handed it back to me, she nearly dropped it. Uh, and I'm curious, like in that instance, if they drop your phone, your iPhone max $10,000 phone and it falls and breaks, who's responsible in that scenario? You know, we're wedding photographers, right? Just, you. Is that a cost of doing business for Starbucks? Uh, you shouldn't have given it to her. I didn't. I she her. took it from my f- my hand. Well, you should have said no. I w- touch. Man, Rebecca, you are hard. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> Nothing. I don't want to. I want to live in my fantasy world, Lisa. The, no, I'll tell you what'll really happen. The client will say the client. The um, the person I call everybody clients in the world. Neighbors, everybody. My, I tell my children. I call them my clients. Clients. The clients need to go to bed. They're being assholes. Yeah. No, they, the person will complain to, quote, head office. They will give them a, you know, remote amount of money that's not enough to properly replace it new. They'll get something that's halfway there and that'll be it. It's like, that'll be the best. Like, that's logically what'll probably happen in this world because they don't want to avoid, they, they want to avoid the uh, nasty PR and they'll have them sign an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement. That's what would probably happen, I think. So they'll probably split the difference. Right or wrong, I don't know. In a perfect world, if they grabbed it from you, yeah, they would pay for it, in my opinion. But I don't think that would happen. Gotcha. 
Because people will purposely drop their phone when their <laughs> phone is on the fucking fritz. And oh, then no. Starbucks will be buying everybody new phones. Yeah. Hey, hey scan my phone. Whoops. I yeah. can't yes. believe you. I thought you had it. So can we get back to the awesome marketing idea that you guys stumbled across there, though? Are you guys going to take the pod to like a, a tea hose and just set it up in the middle and record a podcast? <laughs> you know what? That would be fucking hilarious. That would be funny. This sounds like a great guerrilla marketing campaign. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Take it to a tea house, take it like down by the railroad tracks or something. No, that'd probably be way too loud for any, any soundproofing <laughs> railroad tracks. Um, yeah. Don't, don't, don't give me things that aren't going to work. Okay. Yeah. Um, like we said, have a quiet room. Don't be an idiot about it. Um, but but I, I definitely think you could do a lot of like fun viral type videos of like, of, you know, like, Hey, I'm a food like restaurant you know critique or reviewer podcast person and just like show that person like going into a restaurant as he's like eating and sampling the food he just like sets this booth up right in the middle of the restaurant (laughs) dude it's a little big for that we do have a mobile version that we're designing but it's not going to be out for a few months yeah this thing is seven feet tall this thing is okay (laughs) restaurants have to have ceilings that are like eight feet tall right you're good yeah yeah we just you know why people told us a lot of people stand to record and we didn't want anybody to stand and hit their head off the steel. We're, we're too lazy. Too lazy. Same. same. Yeah, we I said. couldn't stand. No way. No. Like we did an interview with uh, Ben Hartley, and he said that he likes to kind of move and pace to keep the energy up during his podcast episodes. And I was like, yeah, me too. Well, I'm sitting stationary <laughs> <And you're> like- <laughs> talking to you. Stretch. Yeah. <laughs> In your uh, uh, exercises, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, meanwhile, you can hear your butt <laughs> expanding. <laughs> no, I feel you. I'm so not. I was in a bad mood earlier and my husband goes. I think that's a female reference. What's that? Butt expanding. I don't know. <laughs> As no? a male, I don't, I don't know if I can relate to that. Oh, I promise you male asses expand over time if you don't. Ooh, I've seen bad male asses before. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Every ass has the ability to expand if you're lazy enough. Or contract. Um, <laughs> that's true. If you're anxious enough. I think now we're talking about holes, actually, if it's contracting when you're anxious. Okay, I'm going to warn you right now. You're about to go down a road. I don't know. It's like that whole reference. Anything can be a dildo if you really want it to be. (laughs) Where did that come from? Did you see that going around on Facebook? (laughs) No. No, I did see the meme on Facebook, though, where people posted photos of people coughing. It was a girl beside a cactus. And no. it said, it, it was a meme. It was a girl standing beside a cactus. Was she smiling? And it's, <laughs> it says, anything she... can be a dildo if you want it to but be. I never saw that. But did, was she nervous looking or smiling? And my other follow-up question is... She looked excited. Like, she was like... Okay, good. Um, <laughs> secondly, my follow-up question is, did you see the one where people were coughing and it looks like they're giving ghost blowjobs? <laughs> so, that's amazing. I have not seen that. Oh, it's great. It's like... <laughs> Like every stock photo, like if you hold on, can you do that again? I need a screenshot real quick. Yeah, <laughs> this is not going to be the cover of this episode. Um, but it's so true, right? Every every stock photo, if you Google coughing and you look it up, it's terrible, and it gets worse when it's like grandmother's coughing and you know grandfather's <laughs> coughing. Do they have their teeth in? <laughs> Now we're just getting into quality control. We just became, we're going to get an email and they're going to be like, we cannot use this. <laughs> it was nice meeting you. Uh, I'm no longer going to listen to you. This is solid gold. I don't know what you're talking about. 
I mean, we're we're sitting here having a conversation about reverse ghostbustering, I believe is what this would be called. Yeah. There you go. Oh. Oh, I just got it. Because <laughs> oh, Dan Aykroyd gets the, the blowjob from the ghosts in Ghostbusters. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that took me a while. Uh, when I was little, did not get it. Uh, probably a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I get it now, though. Like just now, today, years old. Yeah. I had to today watch the scene multiple times as an adult before I was like, oh, that's, uh, oh, that's what just happened. Oh, yeah. well, good, yeah. for, good for him. That's nice. Oh, Maybe it was slimer. Casper, the friendly ghost. <laughs> well, I did learn from your guys' Facebook groups that people marry ghosts and have sex with them. So, yeah, that's true. I didn't see the sex part. I did see the Mary part, the, the pirate that looks like Johnny, Johnny Depp. Uh, the sex part was when I went further down into yeah. the article and clicked all the sub articles underneath and stuff. And the, yeah, yeah. It's it's also called masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting that out there. Self-care. <laughs> Self-attention. Yeah. Uh, ghost sex. Alone time. You know what? There are so many adolescent boys right now having sex with ghosts. It's unbelievable. <laughs> ghost sex is on the rise. I can't believe we're not reading about it on Huffington Post. It's like that. I had to break a sock in half. Movie reference. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. What, which, uh, which movie did Rebecca just reference, though? Bridesmaids. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I remember oh, that part. Remember that was shortly that before I turned it oh. off. <laughs> Wait, did, did, we just, did we just find a movie that Rebecca and Lisa both watched? Nope. No, she watched a quarter of it. Off. Turned it off. It was so terrible. It's so awesome. You turned off Bridesmaids? Finally bad. It's a wedding movie. You have it's to watch so it. It's so gross. Do you know that disgusting humor? Don't like it. It's just too gross. It's like you're being gross and trying to be funny, but it's not funny. You're just being disgusting. So you're describing our podcast. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> okay. No, it's a, it's a style of humor that's, quote, funny right now, and I don't like it. It's, yeah. I even tried another movie, uh, This is 40 or whatever. Terrible. Mm. terrible just i couldn't get past it it's that whole i want to say it's paul rudd stuff i don't know i can't remember but whoa 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 paul rudd it's all right paul, paul rudd is like my favorite comedian of all time is it paul rudd stuff <gasps> one of them is i don't know if it's him i, I don't pay much attention because i don't like the stuff the genre but i think you're talking about like judd apatow produ produced stuff okay thank you yeah sorry i like paul rudd as an actor he was in friends for a while um but no judd apatow judd apatow ant, ant man Ant-Man? Yeah, I never saw oh. it, though. Okay. No, you're right. It's uh, Judd Apatow. Don't like that stuff. One thing, though. Robin from a Facebook group had a question. <laughs> <laughs> and Robin thought specifically you guys would be able to answer this. Is it about ghost blowjobs? Because I'm really up on that right now. It's It could be close. I'm not... It's about your neighbor, isn't it? I don't feel like I'm educated enough to answer this. That's why we've been saving this one for you. Okay. Uh, Robin from a random Facebook group asked, I really like the feel and taste of cold metal things. <laughs> if it's really cold outside during a shoot, would it be possible for your tongue to get stuck to your lens? If you licked it, I shoot Nikon. I like that she asks about shooting Nikon. She mentions that. Oh my um, God, where are you finding these questions? I'm in like 250 different Facebook groups. <laughs> the deep, deep, dark web. Are you on the 
Yeah, you guys are on the dark web. Holy shit. I, I think I have an answer for this. Yes. Okay. okay. Robin, Robin, get your pen and paper out. We've, we're going on. We're going on this. <laughs> I'm going to say that you won't have much luck because if you think about a lens, the most of it is wrapped in rubber, mm. right? So you've got the lens grip, yeah. which Please is rubber. Please describe the lens to us so we yeah. can really... It's spherical. Would you say it's round or would you say that it's not round? See, I got the <laughs> Yeah. That's a callback to any screens who know what we're talking about. Um, it's cylindrical. Uh, okay. Cylindrical. It's got glass on the front, so if you stick your tongue to the glass that's not satiating your metal you know tendency there and also you're just going to fog up you're <laughs> you're just going to fog up your glass and not be able to use it that, Plus, that would be bad yeah it won't stick then you've got that tiny little metal piece around the you know where the filter kind of screws on that's not going to be enough to stick mm -hmm. your tongue onto it and then you've got the contacts on the back which are metal but that's a bad idea because there's electronics involved so i would say and they're dirty guys they're dirty <laughs> have you ever wiped your contacts they're disgusting so i would say you're not going to have much luck even if you try and you'll probably get a disease i have a question what's her name again her name is Robin. I, I think it was Lisa, actually. <laughs> yeah, Robin, I'm right here. This is for Robin. Okay. I have found your boyfriend. He's in in a neighborhood's licking doorbells. <laughs> I saw <Come> that. <laughs> I saw that. There was like a dude who walked up to a doorbell, a ring doorbell, licked it for three hours. I what? laughed so Looking hard. Looking at the camera like this. <laughs> oh my god! Have you guys seen that? I'm not kidding. No. Oh my God, it's hilarious. I'm just going to say there's a lot of assumptions being made right now about Robin's gender. Robin goes both ways. Robin, Robin goes does both he go ways. both ways? <laughs> Steve, everybody. maybe you're making some assumptions about Robin. <laughs> to be fair, everybody can go both ways nowadays. Yes. <laughs> so nothing. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No, I know. I know. It's hard when you're trying to assume, but. Metal we'll licking to, is not gender specific. We need to call Batman and ask what Robin's gender is. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's that's true. Well, I hope that answered uh, Robin's question. That's 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 a movie and comic uh, for you, Lisa. I know you don't watch a lot. Um, I do. That's the irony. I do. I just watch good ones. She just brings up the shitty ones. <laughs> oh. So I've been curious about that. You guys talk about good ones versus uh, I do. shitty ones a lot. <laughs> What is what is what is a good movie to Lisa? The Departed. I love know? that movie. The God Godfather. Um, I love train, that movie. Train Spotting. So you're you're going Scorsese. And, I like that. Uh, I might just be saying that because my husband's finishing up The Sopranos right now, so I'm very mob minded. But it's ironic. Oh, okay. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, Jenny John. I love Hughes, that one. John Hughes flicks. Control, which I've said before, and you should watch it. It's more indie. It's incredible. It's the story of Joy Division. And um, he ended up killing himself and everything. So spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, Can't watch that now. <laughs> Gone with the Wind is fabulous. Oh, yes. Um, Love that. You know, I mean, the, like Psycho. Yep. A lot of those are two, Those are very similar. Gone with the Wind, Psycho. <laughs> yep. Anything recent, though? Um, define recent. How many years ago are we talking? <laughs> no, you know what? Honestly. This year? This year? No, I have, children. I have children, though. I don't really get to go to movies anymore. Okay, but like movies that came out in the past two years. <laughs> Three years. Just give me a minute. It's one of those things where it's on the tip of your tongue and you'll think of it in a second. There are stuff, there are things we like, but I don't know. I like a lot. She likes everything. <laughs> Her standards are very low. No! <laughs> That's why she's friends with me. <laughs> I, love, I love, I love my movies. That was a self-diss. That's okay. 
It's okay. I was going to say it if you didn't. Oh, that's nice. Damn, Dustin. Wow. But then I was going to say, you know, that's why Steve hangs out with me because his standards are equally as low. <laughs> Fair enough. No, you know Where what? I've been they, more into, we've been more into TV series the last couple of years, I got to be honest, because we're all streaming services and we're parents at home. Okay. So, did you watch Bird Box? I haven't seen it yet. It's on my to watch list as well as Bandersnatch. Did you guys see Bird Box? Uh, I want to watch it, but it's hard to watch something that like all I do is see like people mocking it or mimicking it or doing uh, like comedy bits about it. So I'm like, now I don't know if I could fully enjoy it. Yeah. Because all I see are like people in blindfolds wandering around schools and offices. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, it's hard to watch, too, because the monster, if you see the monster, apparently takes on whatever your worst fear is. So you can't watch the movie with your eyes. You actually have to wear a bandage over your eyes the whole time. Otherwise, the monster can jump out of the TV and get you. Oh, good to know. Now I'm never watching it. I'm curious about something. If, if If the wedding industry will take on this challenge this year. What? The bird box challenge. Okay, I don't what know What is anything. the bird box challenge? Yeah. P- it's so stupid. Okay? Everyone out there, you're all stupid. <laughs> Doing this. Listeners. I don't, hey, this is why we have so many subscribers. <laughs> no. See, this because is they're why all so she edited stupid. me out. No, no surprisingly, that's so not the part stupid. I edit out. It's so stupid. They do, they, they put on the blindfolds and try to go around their neighborhood and shit. You're going to get hit by a car. (laughs) Yeah, but they're doing it to an extent that they're like crossing roads and shit, which is just dumb. (sighs) Or they're doing it now. Now it's become a food challenge. So you eat whatever's on the plate Mm. and you can't see what it is. And it's like four day old food and shit. Oh, that's gross. I want to do the wedding photography bird box challenge. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Shoot a wedding blindfolded. There's no photos of the day. Don't make contact with the bride. (laughs) Eye contact with the bride. Just completely... In fact, just leave the lens cap on. Just Dumbledore... Dumbledore, Harry Potter, book five her, right? You just never really make contact, never acknowledge the existence of. Yeah. I don't know Harry Potter. I love those movies. (laughs) Those are great. I'm... I'm older than you guys. Yeah. Harry Potter is ageless. This is going to drive me crazy now about this like recent movie thing because I swear to God I've seen some movies that aren't kids movies and liked them. I just can't think of anything. (laughs) It's okay. All last year I just sat and watched Princess Sophia pretty much every day, all day. Sophia, it's Sophia the first, Dustin. Not in our house, Steven. Damn it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I've seen Hotel Transylvania. That was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the old one. There's Hotel Transylvania 2 now. I know. And I saw three and it sucked. So there's that. Yes, Steve. Oh, there's three even. Wow. Wow. Lisa, you're more recent than me. I know. We just saw Wreck-It Ralph uh, 2. Ralph breaks the internet. It wasn't very good, unfortunately. I like the first one, though. This is what I am now. I'm a mother of a seven and five year old. What do you expect from me? people? <laughs> I used to be cool. You know, I used to have my favorite movie on, you know, surveys was like train spotting, you know, dead baby crawling on the ceiling, uh, you know, heroin, Ewan McGregor. Awesome. And I'm now I'm just like, cool. What kid movie is on Netflix to like shut them up for two hours? Like, that's what I see, you know? So. Yeah. Do you still watch Danny Boyle movies? No, I um, only ever really got into train spotting. 
So mm-hmm. I, I no, you weren't a fan of 28 Days Later. Oh, I did watch it, but I'm not really massively into horror. I love thrillers. Like I love like um, Silence of the Lambs. Like give me a good yeah. thriller. You know, those are those are awesome. And then I do love, you know, some corn, but I would be closer to like a, uh, gr- a grumpy old men or Bridget Jones's diary. Like that's more the corn that I like. Yeah. I don't like the gross comedy you know that's the that's really the turnoff for me is just if it's you're making um diarrhea jokes and barf jokes and all of that like 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 what's the other one hangover was terrible for me terrible so i i don't like it and it all started with that movie and ever since then i'm like nope i'm out until this crap finishes up i love the hangover (laughs) i know you do but you know what? This is okay. This is why we are great because it would be boring if we liked everything. The oh, same. boring as hell. Friction is good, you know, because we don't give a shit. Mm. Yeah. Yep. All right. So we would love to sit here and chat movies with you guys for the rest <laughs> of the day because we've been doing it for like 15 minutes now because I'm very interested in this and in you guys. But um, we should really wrap this I up. Know. It's been almost two hours now. Oh, my God. So can you guys tell our listeners where they can find you guys? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so any podcast app, basically, you can find Secret Life of Weddings. Wait, um, you guys have a podcast? I know, right? <laughs> Believe it or not, we do. Shit show wedding stories. It's and explicit. Lots of, it's explicit. Um, mm. So don't listen to it with the kids around unless you don't. Uh, <laughs> you can also find us at secretlifeofweddings.com or find out about our new project at thepodbooth.com. Awesome. I love that that branding, by the way, for the pod. Thank you. It's a good name. Thank you so much. You appreciate should, it. The Facebook group that you someday create should be called the pod people. Ah, <laughs> I love that. I'm so stealing that. And it's going to be like copyright Dustin yep. in brackets. That's Thank okay. You. I'll Thank take you for that. having us. That was, um, that was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys want to, do you guys want to pimp your individual Instagram handles, Twitter, anything like that as well? Um, for me, honestly, secret life of weddings is probably the best at secret life of weddings and what at the pod booth is for instagram yeah that's pretty much i mean do you want to put your oh after this i don't think anyone's hiring me but <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you what is your what is your rebecca loser one rebecca loser well that's <laughs> so i and uh kudos for getting my last name right yeah no one ever does no no it's a loser <laughs> wait oh dear they do wow that's that's so that's cruel i don't give out uh, business cards just tell you quickly uh people will ask me oh how do i find you i'm like it's super easy it's rebecca if you can remember my first name you'll remember the last because it's loser but it's still spelled with a z instead of an s so it's like loser so just think rebecca loser and you'll find me Man. you gotta stop saying that no it's amazing do you know how many people they actually remember it that's funny Love well it. congratulations i'll never forget that <laughs> <laughs> well sorry to talk your ear off for two hours that was like a dream come true for me so yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? This is the most enjoyment I've had all week. <laughs> well, a little break from the, uh, you know, excrement. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> thank you guys so much. I thank you for coming on our podcast and doing this with us today. It was so much fun to get to talk to you guys and hear you guys' opinions. You're so welcome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast with Dustin and Steve and Rebecca and Lisa this week. If you want to help us out, jump on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a five-star review. If you want to connect, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Wedding Photo Hangover on Twitter at Wedpick Hangover. Dustin is on Instagram at Dustin underscore McKibben and Steven is at Steven Van Elk. If you want to get involved with the awesome community of listeners, join the Wedding Hangover Facebook group. If you really want to warm our hearts though, head on over to anchor.fm slash wedding photo hangover and you can sign up to support us for as little as 99 cents a month unless we switch over to doing patreon which lisa and rebecca told us to do multiple times during our interview with them yes it's extremely helpful to us though when people support us into the making of this podcast thanks for listening and we'll see you next time your head is pounding your limbs feel like dead weight weight. and your entire Entire being aches for this sweet sweet Embrace of death. death. That's right. That's right. Next Sunday after you shoot another, another wedding. wedding. It's dun, hard dun, to dun. do the thing where you say it at the same time as me when we're not in the same location, Dustin. But that was a really good effort, and I'm very proud of you. I just follow your lips. Which you can't see because there's a microphone in the way. Oh, I just used your dimples as reference. Dustin, we just recorded for almost two hours with Lisa and Rebecca. It was one of the most fun interviews we've done, and we should really sign off now. Yeah, it was, a, Steve, it was, it was, as great people say, a good, good episode. Yes, yes, great people do say that. It was a sweet, sweet episode. Oh, sweet, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to zig me. We're changing, me, we're changing it. All right. <laughs> All right, Dustin. I just want to. I just want to picture like how many husbands and how many wives in their everyday life have started saying, "Good, good." Uh, it's going to be a lot because I only started saying it because of the McElroy brothers saying it, uh, and so their not podcast a... is much more popular than ours. Damn it, Steve. Well, actually, I started saying it before I knew who the McElroy brothers were, but the person I was saying it because of was saying it because he listened to the McElroy brothers. So it all goes back to them. <sighs> we owe them royalties. Yes, we do. So many royalties. <laughs> All right, Dustin, I gotta go. Me too. Uh, we've been recording for over two hours, and we yep. totally miss lunch. Yep, I gotta go put a microwave in. All right, have fun, buddy. Love you. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>you have a spiritual heart on for ryan reynolds don't you he's yep he's my hall pass man mine too (laughs) does the wife know (laughs) the wife is ryan reynolds (laughs) she dresses up like deadpool (laughs) (laughs) wedding photo hangover was edited this week by steve van elk of bespoke tone go to bespoke tone for all of your photo video and audio editing needs